Hello to everyone listening, and welcome to this episode of the official podcast. I'm not even going to pretend that I remember the number, because this episode was not supposed to happen. Consider it a bonus, a treat, a fun holiday thing, which is this is probably going to go up well after any holiday celebrations, I don't know. Anyhow, I'm here, so's Kaya and Charlie and Jackson, and initially we thought this was not going to happen because of holiday commitments, but we found time in our schedule to talk to you. And speaking of holiday commitments, boys, my topic is I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. Do you believe in them? Do you think they're good? Do you think they're stupid? Have you ever done any? Have you ever really done any? I mean, I think it's I think a fine works, so. concept. Most yeah. people just it's a don't fun concept to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't we talk about I this every new year? S- Do we? And then, yeah, and then somebody always invariably makes the uh, comparison of the gyms, how gyms always sell their memberships in January, and then nobody ever follows yep. up. Yeah. And they have the most cancellations the third week in January because people just <laughs> don't care. I don't think people even really go into New Year's resolutions believing that they'll follow through with it. It's more like mm-hmm. they just like to point out where they could improve in life. I don't know. There's something so, satisfying about that. I think they're super dumb yeah. because I think at this point they are now like you go in with the knowledge of you won't follow through with it. They have exactly. wrapped around from being yeah. genuine to just being a haha funny thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one hundred percent. As soon as you say a New Year's resolution, that's when it ceases being a possibility. Right. And I think another <laughs> big part of it is if you were truly motivated, you'd start now. Like if you wanted to hit the gym and get in better shape, like you'd start the day after the holidays because, you know, that's when you're done eating like shit and being busy with family. You'd go as soon as you had time, not just, oh, when the new year starts, it's time to work out, you know? Yeah. There's also this like really boring intermittent time period after Christmas, but before the new year. Well, it's like a three-day period. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's not a holiday for (laughs) about anything. It's just weird. Yeah, well, you guys have Boxing Day, right? As well, Boxing Day isn't just an Australian thing. Fuck is Boxing um, Day? Canada okay. has Boxing Day as well. I have definitely heard of it. It's a stupid name, but I uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what the boxing means. I think it was there's usually like big boxing events on the day, maybe like historically. I'm not sure. Well, I, is it really what is it? not is an American thing? thing? I thought, I thought this was a universal thing. Yeah, it's not a universal thing. No. Oh, okay. Well, it's basically just like like Black Friday kind of like all the department stores just slash their prices to get their Christmas money, and it's basically another holiday. Like most places, it's called Black like, Friday. Well, yeah, but it's after Christmas Day. It's always <laughs> after Christmas Day, and we call so it we're Boxing more efficient because we give you a month to get your Christmas shopping done, and meanwhile you have to wait a whole year to give the gifts you bought. I'd say we're more efficient because we've still got Black Friday as well. We've just added another day oh, in there. Oh, okay, discounts. that is better. Mm. They're just a yeah. perpetual discount. That means there is no discount. No, it's like only two days. always says 50% off everything. What is, what is your perception of time? You said there's like an enormous <laughs> period of time between Christmas and January. Now you're saying like it's a perpetual 50% I didn't 50% say enormous. Off, even though it's only two Rewind days. Rewind the tape. I never used the word enormous. I just said it's well, a weird period it. of like three tie, uh, three days or whatever it is. Between Christmas and the New Year, like what? What are we celebrating? We have to go to work, but then there's New Year again. <laughs> Why do we have to celebrate? <laughs> we, what, like, there's no, fun. there's no, 
Is yeah, there celebrations are enjoyable. Well, yeah, they are. But like, why do you yeah. expect a celebration between Christmas I, and New Year? Well, hang on. I'll I'll You're tag along with any celebrations. Kaya. I'll I'll tag along with Kaya from a different perspective. I think something that he and I can relate to in this is it feels strange going back to your normal life after spending weeks doing holiday stuff and being with family and like living an entirely different existence. It feels kind of weird. You know, it feels like how do I get back into this? Yeah, and then three but days later, like oh, party time again, but only for like, what, maybe three hours? I mean, New Year's <laughs> yeah. isn't even like a party event. See, you party an hour leading up to midnight, and that's pretty much it. It's maybe like a five-hour party, and then everyone's pooped again. And Do you then not get January New Year's off? First. Pretty sure New Year's is off as well. It's a holiday. Yeah, I think so. Most places, probably, but still. You know that yucky feeling you get on January 1st? Like, ew, it's the New Year. Fun's over. I don't think never, that. Yeah, I've never had. It's usually like, whoa, New Year, let's go. Yeah, let's make it's, it a cool year. It's more Can like a little additional applause on top of what I'm doing. <laughs> like I'm doing my incredibly cool life with nonstop fun, and then New Year's happens, and I go, yay! And then it just continues. You know, it's not like anything stops. <laughs> Guy hits January first. He's like, well, fuck. I guess I'm just gonna die now. <laughs> It's I'm not over. doing this shit again. I'm not doing a whole another year. <laughs> yeah, that's like 12 months until the next Christmas. What's the point? So like is your whole life nothing thing. but misery for 11 months and then December rolls around and you start just spend 11 months just in grayness and, and darkness until December. And then December comes around and he finally gets some color back in his life just for it to be taken away from him again for 11 I'm, months. I can see most like of them now. Like the anti-Grinch. December is the only month worth <laughs> living for me. <laughs> you're like uh, you're like the fucking robot Santa Claus from Futurama who just kills oh, people yeah. in December and goes buck wild. Uh, well, I hope yeah. everyone had a great Christmas. Same. Did you guys yeah, get anything special for Christmas? Uh, no, uh, but I finally hit that age where I get excited about socks. That was the number one thing I asked for <laughs> from my parents. Yeah, socks are awesome. Little things are socks awesome. Are I good. got um, I got leather bookmarks from my girlfriend with quotes from Dostoevsky books. So that was really Ooh. cool. Oh, that is cool. That's that very is thoughtful. Nice. I got three different beard care kits. <laughs> why why three? why three different ones from i had different three people? different family yeah three different family <laughs> units give me like those all-in-one beard <laughs> grooming kits that's a little that strange about like... you so yeah. to be fair to Andrew, be fair two of them two of them i didn't know very well i was kind of meeting them for the first time and they just brought gifts <laughs> for like like they knew i would what? be there and they're like oh he's got a beard and blah blah why not were you, were you adopted by a new family how'd you uh, it's been my mom years. has a boyfriend oh and that brought a lot of new people to christmas mm. uh, that that would that's interesting yeah, uh, and uh all i'll say is they're aware of who i am on the internet oh no so that was a fun awkward conversation well, they don't know so you well enough. They still got you beard stuff. So yeah, they what I'm saying is they've seen I have a beard. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh right. we have the perfect gift for him. I'd be a little offended if it was three different people telling so, me to wash my beard, though. I, that's Yeah, that's why it was funny. My mom got me one just as like a throw-on gift. Wait, like, she oh, knows yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of weird. I wouldn't be too excited, to be honest. I'm just saying I got it three different times, and I was like, okay, maybe they're sending me a message. I don't know. <laughs> Cut it, you animal. 
<laughs> exactly. Your care kit's you new underwear? Man. Wow, you guys are the best. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Other than that, it was literally just like gift cards and nothing. Yeah, it's always stuff. gift cards. Yeah. I mean so. gift cards are just the, the the best gift you can get someone. I I, I always get shit for that from my family because I get people gift cards. But then you can spend it on whatever you want. What's the harm in that? A gift card is legitimately the greatest gift in, in possible ever. Yeah. Because it's l more personal than cash and shows you know what they're into, but it's not making the decision of what they'd want yeah, it's for them. Yeah, giving them freedom. Yeah, it, it, I love yeah, gift cards more I mean, than you're... any gift I could ever receive. It's also just a trick, though. At the end of the day, all you're doing is giving them paper bill money. But yeah. in a wink, wink, nudge, nudge <laughs> yeah. way. Like here, it's we call it a gift card, not money. But it's the same thing, really. And that's that is true. But it also shows at least they know what I'm into. Like if someone came up to me and was like, "Hey, you know, Ulta, the feminine supply store. I got you a gift card." It's like, okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah, but you just get beard, beard gift yeah. cards, <laughs> beard <laughs> <no> <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> they signed me up for Dollar Shave Club. Hey, thanks. Nice. <laughs> Do you guys uh, have a, a gift in your past that you can like definitively point to as being the worst one you've ever received? Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. I can't think of anything that's like so notably awful that I still think about it and get offended. But it seems I, like Andrew's got like either. a real yes. I part. have I have three that are so bad they're running jokes among <laughs> my family every Christmas. Um, so my mom is a very lovely and thoughtful and wonderful person and the way that she will give gifts is she'll she'll like go out of her way to get you stuff that she knows you want like gift cards or oh this thing you've been talking about but at the same time she likes giving a lot of gifts so she'll just kind of hold stuff in her garage that she buys on sale all year and then give it to yep. you at Christmas and it is very often led to some really just random unexplainable gifts uh, the first one is I once got Rear Window starring Johnny Depp on DVD. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And I and I got it five years after I last owned a DVD player. Well, Number were two. You, were you thankful at least? Oh yeah, it was great. I got to look at his scared, confused face on the cover. It was how I felt inside about. Were you honest? <laughs> were you honest with your oh, mom? Or were you yeah, like... I told her, "What the fuck am I going to do with this?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just rude. Well, she yeah, understood. Well, she we were having fun. You, I'm not like saying about my mom. This is a terrible gift. You're the worst. No, I laughed at it, and I was like, "How am I supposed to watch this?" And she was like, "Well, I thought you had a DVD player," and I was like, "I don't, but thank you." And then she gave you a DVD player, right? That was the next one. I wish. That would have been yeah. amazing. That would have been a power play. <laughs> but yeah, no. she knew. It was also the only DVD she gave me that year and since. That is the only DVD she's given me in the last, like, seven, eight well, years. See? She, she learned. That's something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not, like, insulting my mom. It was a fun, joking atmosphere, yeah. but I still told her straight up, yeah, I can't watch this. No, I Thank get you. it. But, so the second one that I did end up using for a bit and then I threw it out because it was garbage is uh, I, my brother and my uncle all simultaneously got Tim McGraw's cologne. <laughs> Any, anyone know who Tim McGraw is? Yeah, country Wait, singer. Yeah, famous oh, country, country singer. And he had a oh. line of cologne and my mom thought it would be a great idea to get like five boxes of it and just give them out to random men Ooh. in the family. What fucking farmer wears cologne? I couldn't tell you. Farmer? 
Yeah, well, you well, said country not singer, every right? Country singer's a farmer, Jackson. Well, no, but most yeah. of the people that listen to country music are, right? No. How no. many fucking farmers no. do you think there are? <laughs> a lot. Like the entire middle of the country, right? Yeah, like God, every this single is such one. A <laughs> <laughs> They're all farmers know, right? and Bible thumping megachurch lunatics, right? We've got plenty of farmers over here. Maybe that's just me, uh, this country. I don't know. I mean, we I have farmers in America too, but. Yeah, it's it's also not just like the sole audience for country music either. Who listens to yeah. country then? I've never met anyone who actually listens many, to country. If many many people in the south. Matt Matt's girlfriend listens to country music. We went to a goddamn country music concert once, and one of the songs they played was <laughs> "Truck Yeah." <laughs> that doesn't sound bad. No, that shit was <laughs> happy. The the chorus is as cool as you imagine. It's. Come on, come on, hear me. Uh, come on, let me hear you say it now, truck. Yeah, come on, get it now, truck. Yeah, it's fucking hype. <laughs> could you could you a, smell the Tim McGraw cologne in the audience? I'm actually pretty sure Truck Yeah is a Tim McGraw song. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a Tim McGraw song. Unironically, it's a Tim McGraw song. Fuck yeah, go Tim it's McGraw. If you're out there listening, you we it? love your work. Did you become the I Tim tried McGraw it, like, family? I wore it once or twice and realized I hated how it smelled, so I just threw it out. It was not oh. good. <laughs> it was very cheap. <laughs> Milk oh, sucks. Oh yeah, we did, did have we did have a uh, country singer on the show, but he was more like he was comedic country. It's only good when it's funny. That's the yeah. only time country is good. Now, they sang another song at that concert called Chillionaire, and it was fucking awesome. The chorus was I like chillin' a lot. I mean really, really, really a lot. I'm a chillionaire. <laughs> and to be fair, you could explicitly hear every one of those in a rap song. Every one of those uh, words. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. How it's, no, it's how it's performed and stuff. Yeah, chillionaire went so hard. You did just remind me, my mom got me a goofy gift this year. Nothing oh, yeah? like yours, but she, she was struggling to like think of something unique. So she ended up getting this weird like scam called a happy light supposed to like simulate the sunlight which is supposed to make you happy so she got oh. me a little light that's like a little uv light that's supposed to emit happy beams so maybe she's <laughs> trying to tell you something maybe she's oh, noticed yeah. you're a bit down no, that, well, no, that is actually she, a good gift for him because he's like streaming for like 12 hours a day pretty much Julia, that was her thought process i haven't yeah. been getting enough sunlight but i get mm, a lot of sunlight so you I feel. can use that light with the anti-sunlight or anti-blue light gamer cream too on top so it doesn't oh, true. Yeah, and the glasses, yeah. <laughs> Damn. You should tell your mom that sun's bad for you. Get get a minimum amount of sun. No sun's allowed. <laughs> get all, all of your vitamin D. Is vitamin D the sun one? I always yeah. get them confused. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Vitamin D. Get your vitamin D from tablets and stuff. Yeah, that's the way, way to do it. I mean, you can do that. That's about, what people uh, in like really rainy countries do. Yeah. How about you, Kaya? Have you gotten anything hmm. strange? No, not really. Nothing that I'm, like, super upset about. One that I thought was funny was the autism book, but we talked about that before. Other than oh, that, Oh, right, no. right, right. Not that I can think of, no. Have you guys um ever done any, like, funny gifts or anything that really stood out as entertaining? Hmm. Define mm, funny. too crazy. Because, uh, like one gimmicky time... Gifts? Yeah, one time, one of my brothers at Christmas, we got him a super large and super heavy box. 
and it took him like 30 minutes to open it because we kept like putting it in more boxes and wrapping it with tape and all this shit and eventually it was a watch with a brick next to it nice. just to like make it seem like it was something more I thought that was fun that is cool yeah. No, the only thing Full. I can think of is last Christmas. I don't know if you guys remember. We sent um, Brady, our moderator, sugarless gummy bears or sugar-free gummy bears, I guess, and he shat himself to death. Right. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Bit of an overstatement, right? He's still with us. He's still alive. No, he is alive, but he was very unhappy that night. He ate the whole bag, <laughs> even when we warned him Why? not to. It said on the bag not to. I don't know, because he's a glutton. He just saw free candy and he ate the whole fucking bag. Even though right on the bag it says, may cause a laxative effect. Yeah, they've had to put that as the uh, first disclaimer on Amazon now, like the very first thing. Just because it's so Brady's common. complained about shitting themselves afterwards. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're a giant internet meme. They've been a prank gif for like years and years and years and like decades and shit. Do you guys find prank gifs that endearing? It's like... It's such a base level joke, usually, like those, uh, what, what, the mm. glitter bombs and stuff like that. They're just. So, I, if it's intentionally made as a prank, I think it's lame. Like, if you go to Spencer's Gifts and it's like, oh, Hillary Clinton blow up doll, oh, a book on how to poop, like, those are like not funny. But if you know the person and have a running joke or something that can be funny in relation to them, I think they can be really yeah, funny. Yeah, it has to be yeah. personal personal as yeah. in okay i know this person and i know they're gonna get pissed off at this and this is just how our dynamic it's gonna be banter like would i send yeah. a friend a glitter bomb absolutely i love i would love imagining him just cleaning that shit up for an hour and a half and then still finding glitter like weeks and weeks later that would be funny i fucking hate <laughs> i hate that i hate glitter bombs the idea yeah, of glitter bombs. did it happen yeah. to you yikes oh no. do you hate the idea i just hate the idea of cleaning all of that up because that shit gets everywhere You'll be mm -hmm. finding glitter for weeks afterwards. Well, there's nicer glitter bombs. I know glitter glitter, like the very fine grain shit, you'll never get that out 100%. But you can also get like, um, quote unquote glitter bombs, I guess, that have larger pieces, which is like tiny dicks, tiny shiny dicks that fly out of it. Tiny shiny dicks. It's, it's like sand. Dildo. This is like the primary reason why I hate uh, beaches is because every time I go to the beach and I come back, I'm still I find sand everywhere. No matter what happens, like no matter how thoroughly I clean myself in the shower afterwards or at the beach, there'll be sand all throughout my house. It's so this fucking is, annoying. This is super True. relevant to what just happened with holiday stuff. My mom has a dog, and he's very very cute, very very nice, very very dumb goofy dog, but his hair is constantly shedding yeah. and it's super fine super thin so it is just a pain in the ass to get off any clothing like i already washed everything that i took packed down there pulled it out of the dryer half of it's still covered in dog hair it's fucking awful i'm kind of used to that because i've owned cats my entire life so cat hair literally gets everywhere but for some mm -hmm. reason sand just rubs me the wrong way fucking hate sand have so you would found... you say that it's rough, it's coarse, and it gets everywhere? Yeah, I, I knew the Star Wars reference was coming either through Discord chat or this. And that's another <laughs> thing that annoys me about Christmas. Well, maybe Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, just let me let me get my thought out. Um, it doesn't annoy me. It's just kind of, I don't know. 
Um, mm-hmm. My mum always gets me these little novelty Star Wars gifts for Christmas, and I don't know how many times <laughs> I have to tell her that I don't like Star Wars anymore. No, <laughs> you do. I, I don't like she listens to the Star show. To the she knows show. you better than you do. Come on. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating. She like gets me little like <laughs> they're so tacky as well. They're like, uh, what's one of them? There was one like a, a shower loofah with Darth Vader's head on it. And I'm like, I'm never gonna use this. Why? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. That is cute. You should absolutely use that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get where it's it's thoughtful to a degree. I, she's she's trying, so I appreciate it from that sense. But I'm like, I'm never gonna use this because it makes me feel like a two dimensional character. Whenever someone gets oh, me like wah, a Star Wars thing, <laughs> you leaned into that character dimensions. for three hundred episodes, and now recently oh, yeah, this, you're like, "I'm too mom. cool for that." No, this is my mom. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get it in my personal life. Would you prefer she go back to sending you porn for Christmas? Yeah, that'd be great. That was another. Well, not for me, but my for my brother's twenty first, she hired a uh, a cake artist to make one of those like penis cakes i guess that shoots out cream <laughs> that was pretty cool oh, that is pretty cool yeah i'd like that that's the fun kind of gimmick we can get behind so yeah it, my brother gets all the cool gifts he gets like cock cakes and shit like that and then i get star wars loofers what <laughs> I, I don't know if i've ever seen someone be jealous of a cock cake but <laughs> i wouldn't want to get that's, star wars either that sounds dreadful that's what star wars will do I, to you yeah i think objectively i would rather have a cock cake than star wars merch i, I well, think i'd enjoy the it. cock cake more at least it's cake yeah yeah, yeah it's just cake like after it, it looks look like it. a penis just eat a free cake okay. it was like fully erect too i don't know how they made a cake erect but they did <laughs> was it like standing up oh it wasn't yeah. like yeah wasn't it not sideways it was upright no, it was upright. It was like a you could ride oh, this oh. thing if you really wanted to. That's it was amazing. Like, oh. <laughs> it had a pipe through it, and like if you compress the air, it would just shoot whipped cream out of it. it awesome. Did your brother like put his mouth down on it and try to see yeah. how far he could go? That sounds like yeah. a fancy like high school project, you know, where they make the volcano spew <laughs> yeah, fucking volcano. baking soda. <laughs> a science experiment. <laughs> Some mad scientist in the lab creating the perfect cupcake. Well, I hope your brother enjoyed it. Yeah, Sounds and then like my brother got party. me. <clears throat> and then my brother got me Star Wars Lego for Christmas, which was very sweet of him, to be honest. It's it's much sweeter when it comes from my brother because I know he's putting in an effort. Then, why what the, what is the difference between him giving you Star Wars and your mom giving you Star Wars? Well, like twenty Christmases of the same Star Wars gifts, pretty much from my mom. But it, when I mean, it's I'm a Lego, okay. it's fine. But when it's a Lego, you like it yeah. and you complain about being two dimensional. Yeah, Lego's all right. <laughs> Lego's useful. It retains value. So it retains value. Is that what you just said? Yeah. In fact, it grows in value if you keep it boxed away. Well, they're collectors' you, items. Yeah. Did you not know that? Oh, did you sure. assume that they just plummet? No. I mean, I assume most people who buy them actually take them out and play with them and shit. I know. I do know, of course, that there's collectors. I just wonder how many there are who like. You know those super expensive Lego cars that go for like 300 bucks that you can put together that actually drive and shit? Yeah. Like, are there a lot of people who buy those just to collect them on the shelf? I think there's people out there that buy literally every single set in the chance that eventually it like skyrockets in value eventually. Like I've seen people's- That's true. Like with with entire uh, garages full of boxes. Uh, do we have ad reads, by the way? No. No. Oh, okay. 
we initially did, but then because this episode was supposed to be canceled, we have rescheduled them. So this is a free yeah, rolling episode. Fine. No pauses, no stops. We're just going. Let me grab my charger real quick. Charger. I okay, think... we'll stall. Jackson. Yeah, give me another remember, one. Give me a topic. Do you remember what it was like being a child on Christmas and actually like caring? Believing got... in Santa and shit like that. Yeah, I was actually and, talking and about this you the got... other day what you got like made your entire week instead of just was a yeah. nice little thing to get i mean you're looking forward to that day for like months you're like oh christmas is just right around the corner i'm gonna get some yeah. shit that is the biggest change i've noticed when i was a kid december hits and it's like oh my god i get to get off school and i get to watch all the holiday shit on fucking cartoon network and all my fucking relatives are coming now with christmas i didn't even realize what date it was until like the 23rd and i'm like oh shit Christmas is pretty soon. Maybe I should yeah. do something. Same. But uh, one of the most special things about Christmas when you're you when you were a kid, or at least if you were a gamer kid, was receiving a video game. It didn't. Yeah. It, it could be any video game. You, you would play that so enthusiastically for the next few months. Yep. Mm -hmm. I I remember the greatest Christmas I'd ever had was when I got a GameCube, and I got like fucking Smash Melee and Beautiful Joe and like all these great games. And I just spent the rest of Christmas playing them straight till I went to bed. I could never do that again. You know, I, I want to see my family and, you know, <laughs> hang out with them. I don't want to just go play video games all holiday. No, but I'm you could get, human. what I'm saying is you could get, like, for Christmas, at least for me, I, I could have got a game that I had never heard of and was not even remotely interested in. But because yep. I got it for Christmas, I knew that this was the only game I was going to get for, like, six months probably. So I was going to play the shit out of that game. I was, mm. like it really led me to playing games that I probably would have never played and now I don't I don't like take risks on get on games because why would I <laughs> that's yeah, a good point mean. yeah it's totally true see now it yeah. now it's also just so fucking like uneventful like the steams the steam holiday sale started and the Nintendo holiday sale has started and it's gone from oh people buy me games because they know I want it and they see it's on sale too I just hop on the day it starts fill up a cart with my wish list, buy it, and then just hopefully find time to play it. I mean, you're and just talking about done. being an adult with disposable income. <laughs> exactly. It's it would, it would be a bit weird if you were excited for Christmas. I mean, as excited for Christmas as a kid would be. That'd be right. weird. I don't even do that right. anymore. I try to, like, the holiday sales on Steam. I always try to tell myself, okay, this is a really good deal. This game's usually 50 bucks. Now it's five, but I'm never going to play this. It's yeah, still a waste of five bucks. My Steam library is mm. chock full of games I'm never gonna play. There's so much garbage in there. Yeah, plus even if it's on sale now, you don't need to buy it. It'll be on sale again next Christmas or the Christmas after or whenever you finally, right. you know, have the yeah, motivation exactly. to play it. I just don't think about it that hard. I just buy it and then I go, maybe <laughs> I will play it. Uh, uh, I know I, perfect I, consumer. I won't. We don't well. We don't have to jump too much into it, but Shadow of War again is a perfect example because I bought, it, bought on it sale. Again? No, 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 no. Back when I did buy it, it was <laughs> like, ah, oh, I don't know if I'll ever play it. <laughs> Whatever, it looks fine. And then you know, popped it on, and well, I've talked. I talked about it for like two episodes in a row back then. So yeah, it is. You guys always, just... you guys always give me shit for seeing movies multiple times at theaters, like the old classic of Jurassic World seven or eight times. Um. Has there ever been a game that you've bought multiple times because you, you wanted to? 
Mm, not because uh, I wanted I to, but because games it's... Mul- yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to... Probably what you were about to say. I bought a game multiple times because it didn't work on a certain platform or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to, to have it on a different platform. Like, okay, I'm going to pl- be on a plane, so I need to have this on the Switch. I guess I'll buy it on the Switch. That yeah. sort of thing. The best, I would say, is Resident Evil 4. Bought it on the GameCube, and then the Wii version came out with the motion controls, so I bought that one. And then I don't have my GameCube anymore, so I bought it on Steam so I could play it with mods. And then it came out on the Switch, and I went, well, I kind of want to play it on the airplane. So I've bought that game probably four or five times. Because it's really good. I guess it does make sense to buy it on multiple platforms. Yeah. It's not really the same as going and seeing Jurassic World 7 times. Isn't it kind no, of because, though, because you have to do the same thing with like books, which happens a lot to me, where like I'll buy the paperback, but then sometimes I find myself in need of the ebook as well, or the PDF or whatever. Yeah. So you have to buy those separately. You have to buy games separately for each platform. I'm glad that for now we don't do the same thing for like movies and music, where you yeah, know, Spotify never. is like, oh, you have to pay a different fee for to listen to this on your iPhone. Versus on your computer. Wait, that's not that's not true. Oh my god, you just reminded me. I I, I had to, yeah. So I bought um, what was it? I think it was the entire series of House on Google Play to stream through uh, onto my TV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then for some reason, my the Google Play account just wouldn't play it. It just keeps giving me technical issues with no codes or anything. It just won't play it. So I had to buy it again on like Ooh. Um, YouTube. I've, I've Which got is still a great... Google. Wait. I just got. I just realized that I bought it through the same place twice. YouTube is owned by Google. <laughs> I, I've got a great fucking Christmas frustration story related to that. So uh, we wanted to watch the Batman, the new one that just came out this year, because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's... Moises, that's number three, I think, or oh, two. Ooh, no, it's number three. It was good. It, it had some weird moments, but I think overall it was a good movie. Way too long. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it would have been on my I, I personal think, top five. I think the biggest complaint I had is some of the scenes were just, like, really stupid and goofy in a movie that's trying to be really brooding and serious. Yeah, I think, um, for sure. We don't have to get into it, but I do want to mm-hmm. point this out. I still think that fucking chase with the penguin was so stupid. Like, it was really it, cool it to was. look at, but it, it had no so purpose stupid. whatsoever. It, it also had no weight. It just felt really, like, lifeless. It, I didn't also, really like it. Also, moral douchebag who goes around looking down on everyone else, like, I, I will not kill anyone. Bro, you killed just, like, 18 <laughs> truckers in that fucking explosion. For oh, no reason. He also, he, he, no, he also explicitly kills people at the end. He has the Riddler people fucking shoot each other and aims one of their guns at the other guy. He literally kills people. And he knocks no, one the off bullet the bullet killed them. The bullet killed them. No, but he also, <laughs> yeah. when he's fighting on the scoreboard in the stadium, he kicks one guy off of it or pushes him off. That was like, gravity. he's got no harness. Yeah, so. but that's... He could have survived if he had landed better. Mm, yeah, fair, that was on him. Fair. I also hated how he played Bruce Wayne. He made him into a fucking emo teenager when he's supposed to be like, you know, a big powerful adult. That's what well, that's, I was that's annoyed the take, at. Though. Yeah, that's what I was annoyed at at first. But I actually do kind of subscribe more to what Jackson and a lot of people said that it makes sense because he's so obsessed with being the Batman. He is no longer like Bruce Wayne. So I thought it was an interesting idea and an interesting. Yeah, but they definitely yeah, tried to bring back the like Twilight's young, you know, girl magnets type thing brooding and i don't i don't i don't subscribe to that theory because that's how it is in every batman medium like he'll meet like let's say a psychic and they'll read his mind and they'll say oh my god you're just batman bruce wayne is the disguise like that's that's established batman lore in every medium 
I, I just thought the way he played it was like too I'm sad and brooding and this and that. Like it it doesn't but it's, it it's, doesn't it's, it's, draw it's, away it's, suspicion from the fact he's Batman. It's like a reflection of the more brooding and disgusting setting this time around, I think. Like Gotham yeah, it, it wasn't the, the worst. Batman is itself a very brooding place. I think it wasn't the worst. It just felt that. it felt too on the nose, like too much. Like I, I don't mind since it's only two years into the Batman if Bruce Wayne is still like depressed and a loner and a shut in. But I think he was too hard on it. Like Bruce Wayne would not be walking around town in like a hoodie with all sorts of shit if he's trying to be, oh, I'm Bruce Wayne, I have money. You know what I mean? I felt like there wasn't enough of a disconnect between Bruce Wayne and Batman in, in the- That's what I'm the, saying. In the show. Like, they're basically the same character, just one's wearing a suit. Um, I would have liked to have seen Bruce Wayne himself be more of the traditional sense, like, kind of outgoing and charismatic mm -hmm. instead. And then when he's Batman mode, he's all brooding and stuff. But I guess that is just what yeah, every other Batman has been. It's stylistic, like it, it definitely depends yeah. on the source material. I just thought it was kind of, eh, it didn't, Bruce Wayne did not portray power to me. He portrayed like a fucking, he, he felt like Spider-Man's Peter Parker, like a loser teenage kid running yeah, around. Broody, mopey know? teenage incel loser. That's not Spider-Man. Spider-Man wasn't broody. But it's the example of Peter Spider-Man is a big, powerful, cocky superhero, whereas Peter Parker's a wimpy, loner, nerdy kid. And then the whole point with Bruce Wayne and Batman is Batman is a brooding, loner, dark, edgy person. But then Bruce Wayne is a goofy, fun-loving party boy. Yeah. You know, there's there's contrast. Whereas with this, Batman's a dark, brooding, quiet loner, and Bruce Wayne is a dark, brooding, quiet loner. You know? Yeah. That's the problem I had. So anyway, Anyhow, what was your Christmas anyway, horror um, story? So the Christmas horror is uh, related to both what you were saying and a topic we've had previous on the show. We all wanted to watch the Batman. So we hopped on my mom's TV and we rented it through Amazon. And it started playing and it just looked and sounded like shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you can't even understand what these people are saying. It's all fucking muffled and like everything's blurry and grainy. So I start fucking with the TV and there's like some settings I have to change. And eventually I factory reset the whole TV. And the audio is mostly fixed and the picture still looks like shit. So eventually I pull up my laptop and I pirate the movie. And I put it on and it looks fantastic. And boys... Without telling me, without any pop-up, without any warning, without anything, they did that copyright protection shit again and downgraded the movie to 480p when we were streaming it through the smart TV. Without any message, without anything. Because when we watched it on my laptop, it looked perfect. And I put the screen on through the TV, through HDMI. And they, Which, they, yeah. it's just, fuck, I hate it so Wait, much. Is, how, how does copyright protection? Yeah. How does that so the, prevent copyright because like, they don't that... want you to record the movie in HD and share it. If they show it to you in 480p, who's going to want to download a 480p? Wait, who's going to want to watch it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, so that's my point. I, no, but I can't see that being a copyright prevention. Yeah. Well, just that like is... streaming quality. Yeah. Well, that's, what they, that's what they piracy. give you on internet. When you do it on the internet, they bring up a thing that's like, this TV is not DHC compliant and therefore will stream in a lower quality until you are. What? And, and that compliance is basically you show you're not going to record it. What? How do you show that? Yeah. Well, your TVs also, I mean, your DVRs and shit also come with this built in now, the anti piracy measures. I guarantee you, if you, whatever browser you're using, it probably has a setting for <laughs> allowing DRM content. 
Did anyone else just hear that phone dial or something? That was that was me. Yeah, I, I accidentally hit a fucking thing on my sound. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, That's okay. <laughs> yeah. You got piracy. Yeah, removed. Get it. I'm being attacked. Yeah, yeah what were you saying, Kelly? I, I just don't get it. Oh, I feel like this would just agree encourage with it. piracy. Yeah, I don't agree with it. I think it's incredibly stupid, but I believe that's their logic, where they don't want you sharing the movie or doing something with the online stream, so they fuck with you until you go through the steps to show you're not going to do that. But it's, it's extremely stupid. It's a scary stupid. thing. It's a scary thing when it comes to an old digital future, where these kind of walled gardens exist like Netflix and stuff, and all the content can only be found there. They get to dictate how we watch it. Which is kind of annoying. Yeah, they can take it from you. This is why I'm trying to move away from all of this shit. I cancelled my Netflix. I don't give people Netflix gift cards anymore for Christmas. Which is one oh, of the options up. for my sister. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you just have yeah. to pirate. It is so much easier, more convenient. I can keep the file. No one can take it from me. Because that's what they also do, these companies. They remove episodes from shows. Well, they can, take, well, they can send out, like... Movies. They can send out, like, uh, copyright protection agents or something to confiscate your USBs, maybe. It's not like it's impossible to take it away. Well, yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, though, they don't even know that I own it, right? I mean, if I pirate a thing, if you do it right, nobody even knows that you're in possession of it. Keep it on the cloud someplace, keep it on a tiny SD card. You can get, like, one terabyte SD cards at this point. Weren't you, like, I don't think anybody's going to be kicking down my door. I'm more worried about the very casual, oh, Amazon just erased this book from my Kindle because somebody complained about it being too offensive. Or Netflix did, did the same thing with the TV show. Like, fuck this. Didn't you have a warrant out for your arrest regarding Mad Max or something? <laughs> no, it was no, John was like years Wick. ago. And John it was Wick part two. Yeah, and it was because a burglar broke into Kai's house and legally yeah. downloaded John Wick right, onto his computer. Right, right. The sick fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the fucking I, disgusting crime, and I hope they caught the guy. <laughs> Allegedly. We're, we're wrapping back around in lunacy, folks. It used to be a few years ago, the best, easiest option was I'll hop on Netflix and watch this movie. I will rent it for $2 from Amazon, whatever. Now the best, easiest option, I don't even look at that stuff anymore. I just jump straight to pirating the movies because all this fucking shit i'm so That's, sick of it, it we've circled back around because back in the early 2010s the easiest and most convenient way of getting games and movies was literally pirating them yep and then with streaming services really taking off and uh, kind of game services also getting more convenient most people just started buying again but now it's become so much of a headache and like Kaya mentioned, like SpongeBob is missing like entire episodes now because of censorship. South and, Park is too, yeah. Yep, South Park is as well. So now not only do you get an incomplete product by paying for it, it's just a lot more tedious. So pirating and the president is just has been right said, now. like even if some shows that you have are complete, now I know how you operate. Like, why the fuck would I pay you to stream this when I think that maybe next month you'll take it down? Once one person fucking complains, all of these stupid fucking complaints, like, I just rewatched Friends and this could never be done today. The, the fact that this is still up on Netflix is an atrocity. Like, bro, just don't watch it then. Why? I just remembered another, I just remembered fucking another deal. fucking stupid one. I just remembered another one. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah I believe too. two episodes removed. Yeah. Which to me is extremely stupid because it's a modern comedy. Like with, with South Park and SpongeBob. I get the logic. They go, oh, back then, what they did here was okay, but now it's not. But Always Sunny is a really recent modern show, and yet they still went back to earlier seasons and went, nope, that's not okay. Remove it. And, like, I think two or three episodes if you try to 
get it all from Netflix or Amazon well, or wherever even if it is. It's not just okay gone. now. Like people who make art or content, like books, videos, video games, they don't make them with the thought of, oh, hundred years from now, somebody else gets to editorialize and remove episodes and chapters from my work. Like yeah. so arrogant. If that's how sensible you are, then don't put it on your streaming platform in the God. first place. Oh, the super harmful show that was made by super evil bigot Nazis. Well, we're still gonna air ninety nine of their episodes, just not the one. Okay, I assume you still paid them the fucking fee, the licensing fee. They're such lying rats, yeah. man. Fuck these platforms. If you want a good um, like example of where this is all going i bought a playstation 5 digital edition the one without the disc tray i don't know what was mm -hmm. going through my head I, I should have seen where this was going <laughs> um and so the only way to play games is by buying them through the playstation store the digital playstation store mm -hmm. it is about on average 30 to 40 dollars more expensive per game on oh, the store compared why? to real life it is it is awful uh, like i can buy a playstation 5 copy of uh god of war ragnarok for example at a brick and mortar store for about 80 bucks it is still 130 australian dollars on the playstation store oh my god why? jesus christ so, like, why download fees no I, that's what i don't understand why like it's just digital charge less you don't have any kind of physical cost to this that used to be a selling point space. if you guys remember that the, the, yeah. the in order yes. for digital game sales to start taking off they incentivized it by making it cheaper since there was no longer like a physical product they had to waste money on yep they, so Makes they sold sense. it to yeah. ten dollars cheaper I, I still remember back in the day when i built my first really high-end gaming rig and i was marveling at the fact i didn't buy the cg didn't buy a cd drive at all I was like, holy shit, I can install Windows through a USB and just download every game. This is amazing. This is the fucking future. But now there's tons of things where I have to go through some back channels and hard download things to my hard drive and make sure I have a hard copy of it. Certain games I can't play, shows I can't watch. Gotta gotta do the roundabout ways. Gotta maybe find that disc and rip the ISO off of it. It's fucking pathetic. Yeah, and it just makes little, like no sense to me that digital content, uh, e even costing an equal amount to physical media, this just doesn't it doesn't compute in my head, and it feels so arbitrary and dumb. And I of course, I, the the reason why Sony charges that much is because there's no other way to get the games on digital consoles. Obviously, like you're in their environment, you're in their walled yep. garden, so they can charge whatever the fuck they want. Does oh, every yeah, company do that? Does Nintendo do that? And Microsoft and all them? I mean, every other console has a disk drive, I think. So it's kind of hard. True, to... true. But with the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition, it doesn't have a disk God, drive. It was you... $50 cheaper, which is you nice. Would fucking <laughs> think, Jackson, you'd fucking think the physical one would be more expensive because you have to physically ship it to an island nation. Whereas if it's digital, you just send oh. it over the internet. Yeah, I mean, oh my God, are you all right, Charlie? What's going on? Yeah, I swallowed and it hurt, so I'm <laughs> choking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a difficult uh, thing swallowing. Yeah, <laughs> he can't swallow these prices. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's standard. It's, I'm choking on the absurdity <laughs> of it. <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. It's fine. I was, uh, I was really worried games. Charlie was dying there. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. They're, they're, they're too expensive. That's my point. 
Oh yeah, Australian Island Nation games coming over being more expensive. Yeah, it used to be that way. Like we used to get Australian, uh, what's called an Australian tax on um, physical media, like importing import fees and all that kind of stuff meant that we were paying on average like $15 more than American American gamers were for their games, even in physical format. But now they've raised it like another $20 since then. It's just so arbitrary. It's just because gamers just keep buying them, including me. <laughs> I mean, what's your alternative? You, you're kind of stuck with the digital PlayStation know. now. Oh me, yeah. I mean, they there is talk that they're uh, <laughs> they're like creating a standalone disc drive to attach to the PlayStation Five Digital Edition if you want, but that's probably going to be another hundred dollar purchase. But it would make the games cheaper long term. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel stupid for buying the digital edition one though, for sure. Yeah, I'm also thinking about just keeping a physical archive of all the shit I need. Like the house that you just mentioned, I still have my, like, 100 gigabytes torrent of it someplace on a drive. There's something there's something charming about, like, digital media collections. Like, Charlie's, um, what yeah. do you have, Charlie? Like, that bookcase of, of old games and stuff? Yep, yeah, uh, it's old games, all my old favorite CDs, and old cartoons and anime. Yeah, that stuff's charming. I like seeing collections like that. It is cool. I really like it. Is there something that you guys... Well, you obviously you're collecting stuff. Andrew, would you collect anything? I mean, back in the day, I used to collect whatever card game I was playing. Like the Pokemon card game, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic. Uh, currently... I think it digital. Or, well, no, I mean, like, I, well oh, not digital. What's the point okay. of... What's the point of collecting things digitally? Well, <laughs> hang NFTs, on, hang on, dumbass. hang on. Yeah, that's NFTs. There's that's plenty dumb. of digital collections like Neopets and other shit like that that people have. No, I have. thought you meant yeah, like and what? Can you still access Neopets at the moment? Can you access so. Neopets at the moment or is it down? I think no, Neopets still is still going. Well, it'll get removed someday and then all your Neopets will be dead. That's a great point. That's... One day we'll all be dead, so why collect anything ever? Well, it, Neopets will be killed off before you die, and then your collection's gone forever. But, but a physical collection can also live beyond you. It, you can, it can be passed down to your lineage as well. I can say the same thing about the digital collection. I can put yeah, my USB the stick can in be my removed. will. What? The digital stuff can be removed. Like Club Penguin, I can't access my Club Penguin penguin outfits yes, anymore. Yes, but Jackson, if you have a physical collection, your house can burn down, and then it's removed. Yeah. Same thing. Well, that, it can be confiscated. Yeah, but... What if the government bans your Funko Pops and Legos or whatever yeah. the fuck? on this, man. <laughs> my floorboards are made out of Lego. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess. But I see, obviously, physical collections, I think, are more impressive than digital ones. Yeah, I don't think I really <laughs> it collect depends on what anymore. you're collecting. It's just, it is never impressive when I see somebody with a wall full of Funko Pops. I'm sorry. That's, well, yeah, it's because you don't think Funko Pops, Pops are cool. Funko Pops, Pops are, are a special exception because they're just the collectible thing that exists to be collected. So it's not interesting if you collect them, it's Who not chose special. That? They chose that though. They were like, "Hey, this is the collectible thing," and then everyone just ate it up and said, "Okay, yeah, we collect." Like, why? It's the lamest shit. And I'm seeing like Star Wars, uh, not Star Wars. Sorry, um, Transformers. This is becoming is going that way. Apparently, Hasbro is just printing a bunch of really cheap, shitty plastic Transformers and selling them for hundreds of bucks. Oh, that reminds me. 
Andrew, did you want to talk about this Magic the Gathering drama? Because apparently Magic the Gathering has been printing like 90% of their cards just this past year. Yeah, um, I don't know how interesting the whole story is because it's a lot of moving parts and pieces, but one good tidbit I can give you guys is, uh, so recently Magic celebrated their 30th anniversary mm -hmm. and they That's were huge. like, ah, oh, 30, 30 years of Magic the Gathering, longest running card game, trading card game ever made, tons of celebratory stuff, we've been around forever and ever and ever. And they said the way that we're going to celebrate is we're going to finally reprint the reserved list. Now, the reserved list is a list that guarantees the value of collectibles within the game. It basically says we're not going to ever make these cards again, so they'll always hold their value. If you have this card from 1998, don't worry. We're not remaking it. We're not reprinting it. It will always be worth thousands and thousands of dollars. And everyone was like, oh, my God, how are they going to do this? That's insane. Like, they better be careful. Well, what they revealed is they are reprinting those things as proxies, as not tournament legal cards, meaning you cannot use these for anything. You can buy these old cards and they just exist to look at. You cannot play them in a deck. You cannot sell them for money. They are worthless. They are not official actual cards, but they are being sold as official actual cards, except they then also went to clarify, you can't just buy the cards. You have to buy them as booster packs. Four card booster packs. No, no, which no, no, no. Means... Four, four booster packs of 15 yeah. cards. Or, sorry, yeah, four, four booster packs of 15 cards, right. Which means you don't even get to pick and choose which of those old rare cards you want. You will get... What's the math here? 60 completely random old set cards. So if you want the like fabled cards of magic, like the Black Lotus or the Power Nine or any of those, you have to pull them in a booster pack. You can't just buy it straight from the company. Now, that's not the worst. It's a very, very stupid idea, very lame. You don't announce something that huge and then find out that you're making worthless little placeholder editions, except... What they never mentioned until later is those packs cost one thousand dollars each. What yep. the fuck? Well, no, each. for a set of four. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that's the pack. You can only buy it in a set yes. of four. It's two hundred fifty dollars per pack, and you can only buy them in sets of four. You also so can you pay... only buy it through them. You can't buy yes. it at your local card shop. They are a pre-order exclusive drop thing from on their online store only. They will so not be is... sold through third parties, which is how ninety-nine percent of all Magic cards are normally sold. This is um this is the thirtieth anniversary edition pack. Yes, this is their only thing they're doing to celebrate thirty years of the game. Ah, that's quite the celebration. Yeah. So to you make pay $1,000 to get cards you cannot use in tournaments, cannot do anything with, cannot resell them for any money, and you don't even get potentially the powerful good ones. You might get, like, absolute crap garbage cards from that era that no one wants or remembers. So, uh, like, buckle in. you still can't play them. These... Can't play yeah, them, cannot play use them. them in events, cannot well, you do also can't, anything with them. You also, there's no resale value either. Like, yeah. there's nothing you can really do with them. Yep. Well, yeah, they're true, because they're just being printed on demand. That's yeah, it's truly yes. just a waste of money in and every complete. possible aspect. Wait, so it's also, it also devalu completely devalues the existing ones? No, so like, no, no. no, no. They, 
No, no, no. So the old ones, basically what they did is they have a reserve list and they said, you know, we'll never reprint these ever. But when they announced this, they were like, we're going to be reprinting cards that are found on there. And the way they're getting around it and think they're being clever is they're printing these proxy special versions. So they're saying, look, we remade the card. It's just you can't use it in tournaments and it looks different and... It's just like a little trophy placeholder. It's not the actual. Wait, card. so it does it does it look different? Like have the different front, art? Or? The front is exactly the same. The back has is completely different looking, which means that it's not usable in competitive play. And well, so also, it's, a, it's, a, also, it's just a dumb thing to buy. Then it's it's not even connected to the it's original. It's a completely thing. worthless product. Yes, it, it was. <laughs> I'm actually completely fine with the idea of what they wanted to do, but they just did it so poorly at an absolutely unreasonable price point. Right. Yeah. I don't that, think there's anything they, ridiculous. If they announced it as a fun product for you to get some like fun little memories and they announced it as like, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks or whatever. Yeah. That's even like fine. 100. Say, look, they could even be cute about it. Say it's our 30th anniversary. So this is a $30 product. Whatever. Well, th the the fact th 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 it's 30, a 30th anniversary events, well, anniversary events are, are like a time to give back to the people that have made your franchise yes. popular, in my opinion. Not a, not and, a chance to like nickel and dime them and fleece them for everything that was. Here's the other funny thing. They, for the 20th, I believe it was the 20th anniversary, gave you an entire card set as well as like card sleeves and commemorative little tokens. And like, you got like a whole, you know, when you buy a collector's edition of a game back in the day, it was like, it came with all these things. Like you buy fucking, like not the shitty ones today, but when you bought them back in the day and they came with like giant maps of the world and like a book of lore and like all this really nice shit. That's basically what you got for the 20th year anniversary. It was like a, like a cheap product for like 50 bucks. And you got like this book and you got like these tokens and you got like these sleeves and you got like a whole card set, like one of each card from an old set and like all this cool shit that you could actually use and play the game with. But this one, you get 60 random cards. They might all be crap and it's a thousand dollars and you can't even play them in tournaments. So if you buy them from Magic, from Wizards of the Coast, the people who make the game and run the game and then take them to one of their tournaments, they will turn you away and say you can't play. It's absurd. It is absurd. It is absurd. So Magic so, is not owned by Hasbro, right? They have no soul, yes. it, it seems to me. And I was looking at this tweet saying that approximately 18% of all words in all rules, text of all cards ever were printed in 2022. Also, I don't know what commanders are, but apparently 25% of total commanders were printed yes. in 2022. And 14% of all cards in Magic history, they printed <laughs> yep. 10,498 so, card variations in 2022. So what this is fuck? happening. This is happening, Kaya, because Hasbro, so they've never confirmed this. Obviously, they're never going to confirm this. But Hasbro put out a press release a few years ago and said, look, traditional toys, toys are traditional toys. Traditional toys are dying and we are a toy company. We aim to double our revenue every year for the next decade. Some, they said something like that. Like we aim to double our revenue through whatever we have to do. And what they did for Magic they're, they're one of their little childs, and apparently their biggest money-making company, is they flooded it with quote-unquote premium product. You know when you open Fortnite, and there's the Goku skin, and the John Wick skin, and the Naruto skin, and the Mortal Kombat skin? That is what they're doing to Magic. When they released a new set, they have a little monkey. His name's Ragavan. 
He's a really, really powerful card. He's like $100 each now because you see him everywhere. But you don't have to just get Ragavan. You can get the premium Ragavan or the double reverse <laughs> foil Ragavan or the, the new future wizard Ragavan or maybe get the primitive primeval Ragavan. There's like 10 versions of it. Now, I don't know how many versions of that specific card there are, but there are cards where there are literally like 20, 30 variants of the same thing and they all cost like... 50, 60, 80, 100 dollars. And most of them come from those same kind of premium booster products where, oh, you have to pre-order it for Magic to get it. It's not gonna be out in stores either for a long time or ever. And what Magic is doing is just flooding, flooding, flooding the market with pandering and new, like, explosive, untested, unbalanced shit that warps the game <laughs> and you have to buy it. I'm currently they looking at, um... Is this official? They have Transformers Magic the Gathering cards now? Yes. Oh, not only yes. that, they have official Post Malone Magic the Gathering cards Post from what Malone, I heard as well. Yeah. They have The Walking Dead. They have My Little Pony. They have, um... Oh, God, it never stops. That's so now, fucking the only lame. One, the only one they added that makes sense, they added Dungeons & Dragons. I think that actually really fits, especially yeah. since they're both made by Wizards. So um, dumb. They added uh, Warhammer 40K. Post they Malone. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then Commander. Commander's another great example, Kaya. So Commander started hmm. as a casual format, completely casual. And the idea was it was a player-made format. Magic had like tournament cards and strict tournament rules. Commander was a fun little thing people brewed up where they went, hey, how about we make a deck where you can only have one of every card? And you have a hundred card decks instead of the normal like 60 like tournament optimized streamlined shit. You have a giant pile of a hundred cards and all of them are unique. And it's fun. You just, you know, you always get like really random plays and everything's really big and different and you play like stuff you wouldn't normally use and whatever. So Wizards, a.k.a. Hasbro, saw this and went, why don't we make things for that? We make commander sets, sets that are to be played in commander. So it started out okay. They would print decks ready made for commander and they were fine. But then the problems started to creep in. They started creeping decks in that were already out of the box broken, already incredibly good. You'd buy this pre-made commander deck and you would be better than everyone else you're playing with. But then they just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And commander, what was supposed to be like a big <laughs> casual every now and then event became this thing where every month, every couple weeks they go, here's five new commander decks you can buy. Two of them are broken. It's also the most so popular this, format now. Yes. So this because is legitimate pay to win. Well, how did it get popular if this COVID. is like standard practice? Well, not so only that, it, it, commander is actually just fun. So commander is played with four people instead of just two. Right. So COVID was the reason commander became the top dog because you couldn't play tournaments in person and go to big congregating events. So everyone just played at home. And Commander is a very easy format to play at home because the barrier for entry is very, very cheap. You can make an effective Commander deck for very little money. It's very casual format. It's much less like strategy intensive. It's more kind of goofy. But now Wizards is flooding the market with competitive style cards. So if you sit down to Commander, what used to be everyone could kind of compete and jump in is now, oh, how much does your deck cost? Mine's mine's a hundred bucks. Oh, yours is ten thousand? Yours is twenty thousand? Okay, never mind. Can't win, yeah. Can't win. Literally can't win. Oh, what's that? So I'm gonna play my deck that like just plays cool, fun, big cards and that I got over the years, and you're playing your turbo optimized win on turn three infinite combo. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> 
sure, let's play that. It's just not good anymore. And the problem is, it works. All of this is making Hasra money. They have effectively doubled their profits every year because but, whoa, Magic players. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's uh, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Hasbro stock has been nothing but down for the last year, but and they it's keep not even doubling. Close. No, what, what? Look at their look at their stock chart right now, really? just over the last six months. Six months ago, it was trading at eighty five. Right now, it's down oh, to well, fifty eight. Well, it is going down. Yeah, yeah no, Has Hasbro has been like not doing too hot, and if you go year to date, it's even worse. And if you go over but wait, the last but like, year, uh, but um, couldn't couldn't uh, what's this game called? Magic couldn't Magic's income being be doubling, but all the other properties sucking mm. us or something? Uh, possible, them? but I feel like the other properties possible. are what's actually keeping Hasbro afloat because they have Transformers. Like that's well, no, still no, no. is they, a money making they have, machine. They have said that Magic earns them the most money. They have they have announced that, straight up. But yeah, maybe maybe things have changed. Maybe from when I last looked at it, it was successful, and now it's not because this it is, is going down. People are posting right. screenshots of like My Little Pony cards and Godzilla cards. So is this just Ready Player One, the card game? Just a bunch <laughs> That's of what they're doing. That's you, what they're doing. Should, yes, you should look at the uh, the Post Malone set. One of the cards is Post Citadel, and it's him giving a concert with the audience <laughs> cheering. It's so cool. It's so, so silly. So here's the thing. Here's the argument on why it's working, why it's happening, why it's going on. Magic players are like worse <laughs> gamers. <laughs> they're worse. Yeah. They're worse gamers. They're worse gamers. So they they buy everything. They eat it all up. They love it. They go, oh wow, I can't believe the Walking Dead's in Magic. That's so fucking cool. That's so epic. But the other problem is they're indoctrinated. They have been playing this game sometimes for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, if they so I, stop know, now, I know what that's like. This is the destiny syndrome. If well, they stop now and destiny. admit it's shit, they look bad. Oh, they've wasted their time and their life. And oh, how could they have gotten so into this terrible game? So they defend everything. Magic the Gathering in the, its lore has an idea of a multiverse. That is that is how it's been around for a long time. It's how they explain other sets. Like, oh, this one is a giant, brutal barbarian plane, but then the next set is gothic medieval vampires. It's like, oh, it's a different plane of existence, a different universe. So whenever you talk to Magic players and go, why the fuck is Post Malone in Magic? Why the fuck is My Little Pony Magic? They go, it's a different universe. They've come in from another universe. And it's like, for Fortnite, a game made for little kids to just clash brands together, I get that. But for Magic, which started out with a very hard defined medieval fantasy inspired duh. setting. We're not yeah, like the Fortnite kiddos. Our game is serious. Well, swallow reality, buddy. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> now, Magic in their defense. For yeah. I would like to put this on record. That Godzilla set is so fucking cool. That secret layer Godzilla set is really cool. And you're part of the problem, man, because then yeah, people buy it. I know. It's the same shit. All but they have to do, all they have to do is make enough product that eventually one set panders to you, and then you buy it, and you're part of the problem. That's all there is to so it. So I would like to put this out here. Uh, has, uh, Magic the Gathering is Hasbro's first billion-dollar brand, but it is going down. So quarters mm. like every quarter of 2022 compared to the quarters of 2021 is down and right. pretty significantly like even as much as like 50% sometimes. Right. So so what I was talking about and getting antsy on is the stuff I was seeing last year and when I was really yeah, following this sense. shit. This year going down also makes sense because people are starting to see the issues that I'm pointing out. Because I have noticed that people lately now are like, yeah, I can't keep up with the product I was fatigue ask or about that. 
this was cool at first and i like this one but this one's stupid like uh, i even saw a lot of people hate post malone like they like the the fictional verses like oh yeah transformers cool walking dead cool but post malone they were like this is fucking stupid post i wouldn't really have a problem sorry i I was just gonna say he's a huge fan and since he's a huge Mm -hmm. celebrity they just thought it would make sense to put him in the game to capitalize off the audience was he the one who did the pokemon concert as well what do you mean the Pokemon concert? Remember the Pokemon concert? I think it was Post Malone where he was like flying on a Lugia on a, th- on a 3D stage and they aired it during a Pokemon <laughs> event and he was like singing about sex. What? Uh... Am I the only one who remembers this? Oh my god, Pokemon you're right. Sex? What the fuck? Yeah. You got, am I the, I'm the only one who watched this? Thought it was amazingly awkward? Yeah, it was Post Malone. Uh, the Pokemon 25 virtual concert. What the fuck? Post Malone did a virtual concert where his little 3D avatar sang in a giant Pokemon stadium where they did like attacks and cool shit. And at one point he's like flying on the back of Lugia and singing about like how good the sex is. It's like, did you really just say, am I the only one who watched the Pokemon 25 virtual concert? Because yes, you are. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I, okay, let me put it this way then. I am more surprised that I'm the only one who has heard of this or remembers this. Because Charlie, yeah, I thought yeah, for sure no you would have remembered this. I, yeah, I don't remember this at all. Yeah. Why, why is he singing about sex? He just sang Post Malone songs. They didn't somehow made him singing. look even nastier and stinkier in this CG, which is impressive. What <laughs> <Despite> defeat. <laughs> I like Post you know Malone I, a lot. Yeah, me too. He's he's charming. Yeah, I have no problem with him. I just don't Authentic. think he belongs in a fictional fantasy world, Magic the Gathering. I think it's weird and out of place. But what well, about Magic the Gathering's fault, to be honest? If, if they went up to you and offered you money, like, hey, Huggabees, yeah. be a That's new card, you oh, take yeah. it. That's and and again, you. yeah, if I was him, I'd take it. I have nothing against Post Malone. Not his problem. And I'd do it too. But I think he should never have been offered it in the first place. Because it doesn't fit. It's not... It doesn't fit would you have the a, product you've made. Would you have a problem with this if they were like bespoke collector's cards instead of like, I don't know, tournament cards or whatever they are? Oh, like so cards? that's a big hot button issue in the community too, Jackson. When The Walking Dead came out, they were the first yes, crossover they set. they were so broken. They were, there was one that was super duper busted in tournament play. So The Walking Dead cards come out and they're like, these are unique extreme premium walking dead cards they do this and no other card does these things you have to buy the walking dead if you want to use these cards and everyone was like okay fine whatever they're like not used in most types of tournaments however the tournaments where you can use them there's a couple different formats a couple different types of play they there was one in that set that was busted just super super good you need it it's very very strong Serian says what the fuck if i want to play my with my competitive deck, you're telling me I have to not only buy the premium, really expensive Walking Dead set, but I have to use this like alternate universe premium Walking Dead shit in my fantasy game? Yeah, that would annoy me. Right, and many people were rightfully annoyed. So from that point on, Wizards said, well, okay, we get it. You don't like that. From now on, all the premium cards will be skins of existing cards. So you can either use the magic card or like the Godzilla. You can use fucking Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony or Zixgris the Wonder Unicorn, whatever the magic equivalent is. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a magic version and a premium version. And that's all well and good. But then they said, well, the Walking Dead damage is already done, so we're going to keep it that way. The Walking Dead cards are the only ones that will be their only existence. So technically right now... 
You need the, the Walking Dead cards in certain they tournaments. They can't. I mean, that sucks, but they can't walk back that because people already bought the product, right? No, I they, they absolutely. Kind of the the yeah. It's extremely common. Well, not extremely common, but Yu-Gi-Oh has uh, erratas. So, like, if a card's too busted and they eventually do right. want to like bring it back, they just change what the card does slightly. Oh, we're opening another can of worms. Erratas in Magic. <laughs> oh, so, Magic. God, I feel online. like I'm in a college class. You guys don't know how much my hatred for this game has grown. I, I genuinely despise this game I used to love as a teenager. So Magic Online has a new format called, uh, oh fuck, I don't remember it, but it's exclusive to online. And basically what happens is they will print a card set and they'll play it online. They'll play it the same as the regular, like most sanctioned regular tournament. But then if something's too powerful and too fucked, they'll errata it online but only online. So in real life, you'll have one version of a card and then a totally different version online in that format. And it's like, what's the point? Then you just kind of have to pick one or the other instead of playing them both. If you want to do every format, like a lot of the pros have to do. It's just so stupid. It, all right, in an idea, ideal world right now, Andrew, you're made captain of uh, whatever, CEO of Wizards of the Coast or whatever, right. you, you now own Magic. What, how do you fix this situation and still make the company money so that obviously they can continue existing? Okay, okay. So I know I'm in the minority for a l good chunk of the premium opinions. Like Charlie said, the Godzilla set is cool. I know a lot of friends who go, oh, I really like this set, I'm buying it. I know a lot of people like the crossover stuff. So I would not stop that. But the one thing I would say needs to happen is product releases need to slow. You need to give people time to enjoy what you put out. You need to really focus on making worthwhile things, not just slapping in every crossover you can. Tweaking balance. You need to care about the game more than the product. You know, don't print out cards that are busted because you clearly didn't test them because you didn't have time. Slow down when releases <laughs> come out so people can play with the cards without having to immediately buy hundreds of dollars more to stay competitive. Just, just like, calm down. You know, let people enjoy it. Stop throwing shit in the soup. But how, how does that change it. the overall uh, issue of like I don't know immersion being ruined by these? Oh, cards it's already existing. ruined. It's it's already gone. What do you it's mean immersion? It's still a, it's still a card game at the end of the day. You don't really need to be like immersed to play it. But I I like that aspect of it. I always played cards that I thought were cool on a personal level, not just because they were good. Did you have a deck that represented you as a person? <laughs> well, I played stuff that I thought was what I found fun. I didn't play strategies just because they were good and won. I played strategies I enjoyed playing. He plays decks depending on his mood. When he's happy, he plays yeah. a green <laughs> deck. You caught me in a bad mood. Here comes the control deck. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that angle was very prevalent back in the day. I think people often played what they enjoyed playing as alongside what was good and what would win. But now I think a lot of that is you just pick the fucking like, you know, brand that you want to associate with. I, I like Godzilla, so I will make a deck that has the Godzilla cards in it. It's like, eh. Well, that's kind of, that, I mean, as someone who's not connected to Magic the Gathering, got no allegiance, don't really care about the property or franchise, I think that's pretty cool, being able to make a deck out of whatever IP you like. I do think that it's it shouldn't be a Magic the Gathering thing though. Make it a, like exactly. an entirely different universe. It, and or something. there already yeah, is there already is game. a a yeah. card game called uh, something Deck Builder. Uh, cool name. Uh, <laughs> God. Well, they didn't expect it to take off. Uh, I think it's called 
Well, then why'd they do it? <laughs> what? <laughs> they, God damn they made it. something that they expected to fail? Yeah, so so one of the sets in it, the one I have is the DC deck building game. But the idea is, I believe it started as like DC Comics characters. Like you could build a Batman deck or a Superman deck or a Wonder Woman deck. And it caught on so big that they printed like a Lord of the Rings set. And it was like, well, now you yeah. can build a Gandalf deck or a Frodo deck. And now there's like dozens and dozens and dozens of sets and they're all based on pop culture. And literally like you just pick what fictional character you want to play and try to build their deck. And it's like, that's cool. Magic yeah, like should not try to do that. Yeah, yeah. It, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be within the magic uh, gathering. You know, right. Bring magic gather, uh, bring magic characters, right. like popular magic characters because, over from that franchise into this. That'd yeah. Be fine. Because for the first 20 years, magic was its own lore, and the fun of magic was seeing what they came up with. Okay, this is Phyrexia. It's a plane where machines have taken over the Earth and are, like, assimilating everything, and it's twisted fucking amalgamations. This is, uh, uh, Innistrad. It's where werewolves and vampires and knights and, like, old gothic horror comes together, like fucking Bloodborne. And it's like, that's fun. You get to see where they take you, what things Original they come up stuff. with. What what fantasy world they they evoke? But now, yeah, they do that to a degree. But most of their product coming out is either not related; it doesn't really have much flavor or lore, or it's hey, it's the fucking Post Malone set. Hey, it's the celebrating Would Pepsi set. Everyone's wearing a Pepsi shirt. They should, in these they cards. should really go super hard here and do like a famous criminal set, so you could play like a Bill Cosby kind of set or something, which would be. Hard. <laughs> I'd love that. Did you, did you base that <laughs> off the uh, person posting an EDP card in the in the oh, Discord no. chat? No, 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 I didn't. I actually didn't see that one. I just, I always thought that'd be a cool concept if they that did like cool. the world's worst criminals. I like that. I, I'd buy that. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's it's. I get it. It does sell. It does work to a degree. Yeah. It seems now people are finally getting sick of it, and I think it's from doing it too much. But I, I just find it kind of lame when you have a game where everything is original, everything's in universe, and it's crafting this cool and little like art style. Of, yeah. And then it gets flooded with more pop culture shit. You know, I'd, uh, I'd say yeah, you I should be that. one or the other. You know, all go all in on pop culture, bringing everything, or keep original, stay all your stuff you know so all right here's a solution would you be okay with them saying okay everything that we did before is gone it's useless you can't <laughs> use it in tournaments anymore <laughs> we're not printing anymore then we're starting well, everyone fresh just quit the game then jackson yeah well i i'd be interested in getting in on the ground level on that one they should you, just like a restart. you just reminded yeah. me of something when i was a kid and really into Yu-Gi-Oh. This was right mm -hmm. during the time of like the war in Iraq and, and everyone was all Jesus. freaking out. I, I used to think that they were going to come for my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So I had these plans to protect my Yu-Gi-Oh cards from terrorists. Do you and, have them written down so anywhere? Cute. Could you share them? No, I don't, I don't think I have them written. Like I mean, my plans, weren't, yeah, my plans weren't the most like uh, well thought out as you can imagine from a fucking eight year old, nine year old. Home alone evac plans. orders on the cards. Uh, put a yeah, blowtorch yeah, on the doorknob. <laughs> yeah, they were a little bucket of water on the doors. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Jackson, to answer your question, to answer your question, Jackson, something I'd be interested in, and I think we need, is we need a completely new card game that is really well designed. Pokemon and Magic are, or sorry, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh are super power creeped and are now nearly exclusively online. And Magic is just so fucking flummoxed right now and like the most popular format's a casual format and it's just such a like it's so over bloated that i don't what enjoy it anymore well i just said Yu-Gi-Oh is like Yu-Gi-Oh is completely online now 
you don't like play it no. as a card game you play it no, as an online it's, card it's game. it's still very popular physical but it's so 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 convoluted like all yeah. of the meta decks are yeah. 15 minute turn ones and yeah, you usually die creep. by turn two yeah yeah, it's the poco the problem with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh now is power creep. Yu-Gi-Oh is all complicated combo decks and sometimes you literally don't even get to play and Pokemon is everything is just a battleship. Back in the day when you had a Charizard, you stage 3 evolved that thing. So you had to literally take 3 turns to play it. It would take 100 it would have 120 HP and it would do 100 damage in one attack that you could really only do like every so often because it had it had costs now when you play pokemon your turn one play is a pokemon with 280 hp that hits for like 200 on its first turn it's a little this, ridiculous this is why i think there should be like there should be there should be resets of some kind every like decade right just we need a new again. card game we need a totally new card game because if you reset a card game jackson the difference is all the people who are invested lose everything their collection becomes worthless well, they sign up for that they know they know that That's well fine. they don't that's why they play a card game if you have a video game and it's like the servers are shutting down whatever you don't really lose anything except maybe your inventory if you could resell it but even then eh. but with like these collectible card games like with magic if magic became worthless you have cards that are worth thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that suddenly lose all their value that people are banking on keeping their value good i hope it teaches you a lesson <laughs> to buy those fucking my little pony cards <laughs> I I would love a new card game. I just don't even know what mm -hmm. it'd look like anymore. I know a YouTuber named A Drive just made one called uh, Alestrals. I haven't mm. looked too deep into it, but it's got really positive reception so far. Well, there's, there's probably new card games made all the time, but they just they don't break through. We mm -hmm. should make a card game based around getting stronger yourself, because like every card game now, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, you summon monsters. And they fight for you. You summon a Pokemon. You summon a Yu-Gi-Oh monster. You play a magic card, whatever. We should make a card game where you, like, flex your muscles, find a sword. You, like, equip yourself with stuff. And you, like, oh, have to beat life. your opponent up. Yeah, in real you life. beat the shit out of your actual opponent? Oh, yes. combine combat sports with trading card games? Yeah, now you're getting it. Okay, that's pretty good. So, like, you can get, like, yeah. a brass knuckles upgrade, which will obviously give you an advantage over your opponent. Right. But if they're just a more skilled fighter, you can still lose even with the best cards. Exactly. You put down, like, the five slaps card, and you just get five free slaps in the face of your opponent. Yeah, I think that'd okay. be cool. That makes that could make for a good card game in a few lawsuits. Yeah. We'll take those hits. <laughs> someone out there make yeah. it we'll play it <laughs> will we i i uh, just imagine i'm imagining you going to the, like the kids <laughs> tournament and just beating the shit out of these kids yeah you need like age divisions as well yeah like pokemon <laughs> <Weight> classes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, dumb well, that was 30 straight minutes of me ranting on how a beloved game from my childhood has turned to shit let's talk about something else uh, maybe it'll get better. You don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It won't. It's fun. It's fun watching <laughs> your favorite franchises burn in front of you, though, isn't it? <sighs> What's That's the like red letter every media franchise. quote you see everywhere where it's like, how does it feel to get old enough to watch everything you love turn to shit or something like that? Jackson's got it pretty bad, anything. though. He's He's got Legos. He's got Star Wars. He's got Jurassic yeah. Park. All of it. Well, I don't know about how Legos. I found the quote. Legos how does fine. It, I just don't buy them anymore. How does it feel to live long enough to see all your favorite franchises go down in flames? Yeah. 
pretty common sentiment. I prefer it. This is what I said about Tom Brady. Like, going out on top makes a lot of sense. Like, then you don't go out sad. You go out with dignity. Like, damn, you went out as the best. But I've always preferred, like, when you go out and you know you suck ass now. Like, you have overstayed (laughs) your welcome. And now you can peacefully bow out knowing you had nothing left to give. Well, keep producing shit. Like, keep producing shit's fine. You don't, like, it's not going to affect the good shit beforehand. That stuff still exists. Yeah. So, like, wait, so wait. And maybe is... once in a while you get, like, a Star Wars Andor, which is a genuinely good show. You know, so wait, maybe is Tom be Brady, a gem in the rough. Is Tom Brady finally retiring? He is having a very bad season. I don't see him coming back next year to play more. Because he retired, <laughs> like, five times. Yeah, he's always retiring. Yeah. He's constant retirement. That's what keeps it edgy. Well, Dennis son gives him a little peck on the lips and says, you can do it, daddy. <laughs> well, his, kid, his kid's not going to want to kiss him now. Well, he's all, he also just got he divorced. He kisses winners. Uh, I, I don't even think he has the kids anymore. Oh, I'm pretty geez. sure his wife took him in the divorce. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. No. Oh, no. Maybe that's why he's suffering. Well, yeah, during the season, he got the fucking divorce and his performance tanked. Yeah. Being on top just means you've got, like, a higher distance to fall. That's sad. Yeah, well, well, it just means maybe sad. he still I, that's, does have a lot to give. He just needs a new babe in his life to reinvigorate yeah, him. A new, a new like, kid to kiss. Like I said, <laughs> I think Ew. you go... I think you go until you legitimately are, like, the worst player imaginable. Like, you, <laughs> like Messi, for example, should keep playing soccer, football, whatever you want to oh, call wait. it. He's on, the, he's on the, he's at the peak. Yeah, like Messi's now? at the peak right now. He should go for another like 20 years at least just to be sure. So but by the if... end of the 20 years, he's like fucking terrible. Yeah. Okay, okay, just what keep if going you have just hit, never stop? You've hit rock bottom. You've given all you've got to give. And now you're demented and you have nothing more to give. But you still keep going like Bruce Willis. Then what? You have those cases too. Do you want that? Well, for, then, then it, uh, how do you know when you're at rock bottom? How do well, you know that there's that nowhere too. more to go down? Bruce Willis is a sad example because he has a legitimate medical problem, but I see what you're saying. Like, I think even in a case like that, you can use Brett Favre as an example. He was a football quarterback who went till he was like fucking 45 or some shit. Like, he just kept going and going and going. I think that's totally fine to just go until it becomes almost like a self-aware parody of itself. And then it be, like wraps around to being like wholesome. <laughs> oh man, you you were not kidding about a terrible season. Tom Brady, since 2009, has had a record of that season with at least 10 wins. So like 10-6, 14-2, 13-3, et cetera, et cetera. This season, they're seven and eight. Yeah, no, like he is having yeah. a very rough season. He also had one of the lowest quarterback ratings in the league for a little while. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a fall from Holy grace. Holy shit. This, oh my God. He has lost. He has a negative yard gain percentage in rushing this fucking year. I mean, well, every he, time he tried to run the ball as quarterback, he just lost yards. He, he doesn't try to run. He's not a running quarterback. True, I, I'm actually true. surprised he can even move on the field at this point. But the, the but, most but alarming... Let me, but in, in comparison, though, last year he had 81 yards gained. This year yeah, he has fair. negative five. He has only lost yards. To the most alarming thing is I'm pretty sure he still has more interceptions than touchdowns, which is the first time ever in his entire career, I think. God, yeah. I'm just on the fucking Wikipedia looking at his stats. This season is a train wreck compared to the last like 10, even 15 it's, years. It's, it's the worst season he's ever had in his career, I'm pretty sure. God damn. You're not even wrong. Yeah, so I think he should go for another year just to make sure this wasn't a fluke, make sure he really is dog shit now, and then he can retire. <laughs> but what if he has, like, the best year ever? 
Now that he's going to the bottom, now he's coming right back to the top. Then he needs to keep going nights. until he has like back-to-back dog shit years. Like, you know, <laughs> the rules in ping pong, you got to win by two. You play two I shit d- seasons and you quit. <laughs> I just think you don't stop. Fuck it. This is your life. Just keep going. Yeah, what if he makes if a massive comeback like Rocky it. in Rocky 4, was it, where he goes to Russia to train after getting Rocky humbled 4, yeah. in the ring? Yeah. Yeah, what if Bruce Willis brings out like a fucking just great movie next year it wins the oscar at the end of the year or something and it would have made that entire journey worth it he wouldn't even know he did oh that's sad (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was at the acceptance awards like where am i (laughs) he's holding the oscar like whose is this i think he dropped this (laughs) (laughs) it's extremely sad that's why it's funny should we wrap let's wrap yeah, we've mm-hmm. we've talked I'm about hungry. big manly stuff this episode, like magic and sports. Mm. That was a good, that was a good one. Yeah, we got some sports talk in there. People will appreciate that a little sports. Sports yeah, ball. Some sports mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, just a quick note. Uh, just because I'm sure everyone cares, I started playing through The Witcher again, uh, Witcher Three. It's actually a good game. I take back everything negative I said about it. It's great. My bad, guys. Sorry to everyone. <laughs> Who I who I said that it was a not great game. It's good. No totally good. To piggyback now I have off to that, call off Cavill from beating yeah, it. Well, I don't really like that we're going to end on something positive. So let's wrap that around not to Witcher Blood Origin is the <laughs> yeah. worst received show in Netflix history on Rotten Tomatoes. Like six really? percent, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looks fucking atrocious. This has nothing to do with the, the Witcher. Show it's with Henry Cavill. No, nope, he's not even off. in it. No. Uh, well, did you guys see that they, he got kicked off the show or something, or they wanted to write him out of it? I'm trying to find the tweet. Yeah, it seems like that the showrunner... This, this is another case of it seems like the showrunner or the writing room just genuinely hates the franchise that they're working on. Like, the, the what, what it's based on. Uh, that's all I've heard. I haven't watched it, so I don't know, but that's what I've heard from people. Yeah, it, it looks just fucking seems terrible. Like there's some hatred of the franchise there. And that's like the rumor for why uh, Henry Cavill walked as well. But it's not know. a rumor. That, that is legitimately why he walked. He's a huge fan of the Witcher franchise. He signed on hoping. And I think there's even like a contractual clause that it has to stay truthful to the source material or he can like freely walk. And he's chosen a walk because it is no longer okay, found truthful the... source material. What is it with writers and egos? <laughs> Don't uh, work on something if you're not going to actually like... They tried to make him paint him as like a super toxic, it. evil sexist too. So apparently this is from a podcast where they were talking about some leaks with Henry Cavill. Cavill, however you say it. Um, that was confirmed to be fake, Kai. It comes from a tweet. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I was reading about oh. that the other day. It's not actually a real thing that was said by anyone. At least not as of a few days ago when I was reading about it. It's the one where they keep calling him like a toxic gamer bro. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh that's fake uh, yeah I, I did say that one yeah i'm pretty sure that's difficult was to tell fake it sounds like a regular oh, fucking re- kotaku article it, it seems like it could have been a very real thing that happened yeah very believable it definitely yeah. sounds it's like something sh- that would be written by uh someone very delusional from everything i heard from the first season and the second season second season was apparently pretty bad but everything i heard about the series henry cavill was literally the only good thing about it um so they they shot themselves in the foot that's netflix for you good to see these I, people fail upwards though probably i just don't know why oh, they yeah. keep hiring people that keep adapting material that they don't even like it makes no fucking exactly sense. so it's gotta be like nepotism right or something it's gotta be i don't know what the fuck else could it could possibly be 
Yeah. Okay. Anyway, did, wait. Did, did you guys uh, watch um, Wednesday? No. I don't know if that's no. any good. Uh, okay. Never mind. Jackson, I told you uh, I watched the Batman. You don't listen to me. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for listening to this week's episode of the Official Podcast. Patreon.com slash the Official Podcast for bonus episodes, bonus shows. Uh, early access all that stuff patreon.com slash the official podcast mm-hmm. hope you guys have a good new year mm-hmm. we'll see you in 2023 bye bye thanks everybody bye